just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings, a pro wrestling podcast. I am Justin here with Niels. We are in a post, we're in a post Undertaker world. Niels, did you realize that? The first time um, in, 30, in 30 plus years where we're without the Undertaker, no more Undertaker. I, that's a lie, but <laughs> see how this goes. I do not believe it, but we can, you know, just kind of believe it for now but no i don't believe it i don't believe it at all um let's see yeah i mean gosh w- what can we talk about everyone's kind of been on their best behavior this week for the most part right yeah until <laughs> something something pops off uh, later on but before we get to before we get to that how was your your july 4th weekend last week oh was i didn't really, do anything it was I, the I, weirdest Weirdest July Fourth ever. It was the weirdest July Fourth ever. I swear. Talk about it. You did. You were the. <laughs> you were the the hostess with the mostest. So please do uh, do spill. It was literally just me, my dog, my girl, and her cousin. Uh, I grilled for like six hours. Only reason I grilled for like six hours because I have I bought a really tiny grill that I'm gonna throw away <laughs> this weekend. I bought a tiny grill. Because I wanted to grill, and you know, our, um, we have grills upstairs in our in our complex, and we can't use them because it's been closed due to COVID. And I bought a small one. and I'm just like, this is ass. I need a real grill. I need like a real fucking grill. And I think I'm gonna go turn them back around and buy a real grill. Listen, buy the real grill. If you got space to store it, if you can do all the other stuff, you want to be big grill Hank Hill, like by all means. <laughs> well, um, the, the worst part is that like I we are outgrowing this apartment now and of course there's like so like i can't stop buying clothes and shoes my dog is getting bigger every day it's his birthday this weekend by the way oh fantastic well yeah. listen happy birthday to the big dog roman himself like, yeah he's know. uh he, he's getting up there and he's one they're not up there he's, he's turning one but you know like i don't know where i would store because i want to get like a gas grill but i can't i can't do that on balcony bro that's dangerous I feel like one of our listeners could inform us on like a grill, a, a nice moderate size grill. I don't, I don't even know. Everyone's, everyone's um, air frying now, so it's like what the hell is a grill at this point? <laughs> you can't put a burger. You can't put a burger in an air fryer, bro. I, that apparently you can, and it's delicious, and all this other stuff. Honestly, the air, the air frying, uh, the air frying connoisseur. Uh, our friend Ben Coyle could probably teach us a lot of things <laughs> about the air fryer. So you know what? Maybe next time we have him on the show, we get to share some recipes. It becomes much more than the A show; it becomes the the C show for cooking. So who knows? But speaking of cooking, I, yes, of please. Cooking. 
my girl's going plant based. Have you ever have you ever tried that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like no, no meat, no anything. It is Mills, it is the worst thing. It's gotta ever. be the most expensive thing ever. That's oh, why that's what I gotta say. For sure. It is a hundred percent expensive. But like I have no one. <laughs> Everything is like off colored. Like oh, you showed God. your grill, and you were like, "Okay, those are real burgers, but those are like off white Virgil burgers. Like Dog. those, are, <laughs> those are the different ones." Yeah, dog. The hot dog, the glizzies, the plant based glizzies were they were literally like Stretch Armstrong arms. Like they were like what, like stretchable. They were like nasty looking, and they don't char. So like you know how you know hot dogs char, yeah. they don't char or, bur- or like get darker at all. They stay that way. So all you're oh. really getting is the grill flavor. <laughs> you're not actually getting Ugh. the char. Yeah, that's it's nasty. Yeah. First of all, I feel like Glizzy is making a very um, mainstream arrival, and I think even by like next year, it'll be like all these publications will be referring to hot dogs as glizzies. Oh. How do you feel about the, the glizzy movement? <laughs> you know when it's a movement when Corey Graves says that Jeff Hardy slapped Sheamus with one <laughs> next weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Michael, you hit him with a glizzy. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, or, or more, oh, my God, Moro's going to say glizzy on NXT this week, isn't he? Oh, to, to, tonight. <laughs> Oh, we got the glizzies and the and the burgers ready for Great American oh Bash. Oh my God, he's gonna you say he's, he's gonna too. call he's he's gonna call Johnny Gargano the Glizzy Gladiator <laughs> <laughs> on NXT this week. Jesus oh Christ. my God! Uh, no, but I, I I feel like I completely blame DC. Shout out to Wale. Mm. I blame you for all of this. Okay. Listen, yes, I agree. I agree. Um, shit. I, I didn't do much. It was hot. I ran. I didn't do much. Family cooked, ate it, um, chilled out, max and relaxing, acting all cool, shooting some b-ball outside of school type of deal. So I'm, yeah, it was just a normal, listen, every day for the last four months have been, has been the same, the same day. day. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> at this point, I'm getting calls. The rumblings are getting a little bit stronger of me going back to work. I'm not totally against it, even though COVID is very uh, real and in the air and uh, doing its thing. But, you know, it's definitely going to happen sooner or later. So, but you know what? Whatever at this point. Like, like, Do you want to go back to work? Do you want to go back to work? So here's the thing. COVID has presented a situation that I've always thought the new American work life should be. Let me go to work to handle some things there and then leave. Right. This is exactly how we're probably planning to do it. Uh, when I do go back to work, I work in an office. We have our own kind of team. We're kind of away from a lot of the other things in our department. So it's kind of like we're able to do our own thing, which is fantastic. Um, so I've always, and I've pitched this, like work from home wasn't a thing until this came by. And now everyone's like, oh, work from home. Now I get it. I'm like, you idiots. I hate you. <laughs> um, old people. Uh, but now I think it's a lot more flexible, a lot more free. I'm sure they're going to want us to come back full time eventually. But now I do feel like I have the opportunity to like flow around and be like, yo, can I work from home today or something like that? And people get it. So that's what I would say. It's probably the plus about this whole situation. But in terms of do I want to go back to work? 
I guess. I mean, I need something to do during the day. And <laughs> like, uh, it, it's just, it's just abysmal, dismal something right now. Like I'm just chilling right now, to be honest with you, to complete, completely frank, to be completely glizzy with you. I'm just wow. chilling. Completely right hot. Now. You're completely hot dog with me. That's what's up. <laughs> I'm hot dogging it. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that is our life here. Uh, what, what happened in the world of pro wrestling? Uh, Not much. Week? Everyone's been on their behavior. Um, Have we you been noticing? To talk about it la- well, go ahead. No, no. I was about to say we forgot to talk about it last week, but Renee Renee Young's show was canceled, which sucks ass. Um, I, I I feel like that's terrible. I, I think that there was a lot of. Um, there was a lot of things working against that show. Yeah, there was a lot of things working against it, namely the time slot. But I thought that, man, like, you're just never going to find a show like this. And I said the same thing about Talking Smack. Like, you're never going to find a wrestling show that was so candid. I, I, I think back to the Booker T. Mark Henry thing on uh, Black History Month. And mm-hmm. segments like that, to me, proved that that show was worth the money because it really, really hit home. And, and I thought that it was really dope. Or... Um, the the episode where oh man there's so many good episodes of, of backstage <laughs> now that I think about it the, the, Keith, the, the Keith Lee episode movement. the Keith Lee episode yeah, was really good did. to me oh right 100% as well like they yeah they do things on the show that honestly it's kind of out the general spectrum and general thing of the professional wrestling world and have these segments dedicated to it and actually revisit history and have these conversations and they do all these things and it's kind of sad because I think Honestly, if you look in the past 10 years, I mean, they've been a lot of big name hires, huge hires, A Styles, all these other things. Renee Young is the most grab of like, she is one of the most talented things that WWE acquired in the last decade because she genuinely is amazing at her job. And I don't think I've seen or heard anyone just who people trust. Um, like we've had all the we've had the Kevin Kellys and the Todd Grishams and the Josh what's his face who's on TNT Josh TNA Matthews now. yeah yeah we've had all those you know goobers but um, <laughs> Renee Young is just someone who just she nails it every time and she's you know she's a fan of the product you know she's a cool person you kind of want to like go out and hang out with her like she's amazing so for her you know the entire show thing being canceled and then on top of her getting covid and then you know a bunch of other things it's kind of sad so you know the r.i.p backstage uh they're gonna find something punk is fire too yeah (laughs) they're gonna find something for her and yeah thank god because i think he was he was legitimately the worst part of the show every single time um yeah it's it's really a a terrible Thing that, that could happen but they said that backstage would possibly be returning for like special episodes in the in the near future so i would expect more themed episodes but i mean you can't go wrong with every tuesday getting like a really a really cool throwback to a, a royal rumble or survivor series and it's like this is something that i would expect you know fox and wwe to be doing anyway so i, I like that they yeah. do that yeah you're right um, uh have you noticed the amount of people that are like missing <laughs> from the shows <laughs> oh yeah a lot of people well because of because of covid, COVID. yeah I, i'm guessing <laughs> i'm guessing it's covid a lot of people are thinking it's because they're being kept off tv because of uh because of the speaking out movement i think that very i mean a lot of them I, were in the yeah a lot of them were in nxt uk so i can't really say that like it's that uh, well 
that <laughs> entire brand is being kept off TV. <laughs> I mean, they, I feel like um, they're coming back. I, I, I've heard, I've heard rumblings that they may be coming back in empty arena shows because Europe is a little, Europe, Europe is a little bit more controlled than we are right now in the U.S. Right. Well, I think one of the major questions, especially with people missing and be like, where are they? Has been Shayna Baszler, and. Mm-hmm. This week it was announced that she was comp- she's competing on a match on the main event and people were so like ah and I'm just like really I'm, yeah <laughs> really she, are are they really gonna do that <laughs> that's what I heard but honestly I think after this program with Sasha I think this program with Sasha is obviously some sort of thing to like buy time and they're obviously continuing the momentum of Sasha and they're trying to sort of build to something. But I do think she will be in the SummerSlam picture. This is my hot take. I know we're doing a hot take show this week. I guess we buried the lead on that. Yeah. Um, we're doing a hot take show this week. But that's my hot take, that Shayna Baszler will be competing at SummerSlam this year. I don't see how they could leave her out. I don't see if there's any other notable challengers on Raw, considering everyone's out, unless they bring Charlotte back. But, yeah, it's, a, you know... I I don't see Shayna Baszler gone for that long. She's cooling on for right now, but she could be back at any time. But there are other people who are missing. Who I'm like, ooh, yeah, um, maybe Coven. Before before we get to the get off the Shayna thing, I think it's so interesting that for almost two years people were like hating Shayna, not wanting her to be on TV, not wanting her to win anything, thinking that her going against Becky was some type of demotion for Becky. Uh, completely just hating Shayna from start to finish. Yes, absolutely. Wow. And now she's gone. It's like bring the pitchforks out. Like we're we're super upset about it. And it's like, yo, you guys asked for a break. You got but the Shayna break. I think that was more so because they were like, okay, Shayna, it's time to move up. Like we got to move up now. Like you, well, even on the main roster. Well, I think you know. She hasn't even been there that long. Like, how could we determine? That? Oh, She's people. Oh, I I remember. January? I remember even before, even you know, before COVID shows, they were like, "This isn't going to work." Shannon's not the girl. Or, I'm sorry, Shannon's not the woman. Uh, Shannon's not the one. She shouldn't be facing off against Becky. I've seen. I've seen it. I've seen the the general like not you know lack of faith. That people have had in her, and then when she was taking it, they're basically like, "Yo, she's she's basically like NXT Charlotte," and it's like maybe I need to stop listening to to the internet and Twitter. But like, there was definitely a, a contingent of people that disliked her. I mean, especially after Elimination Chamber <laughs> from this yeah. year, people were like, they couldn't stand her. And now that she's gone, it's like, okay, they, they okay, they fucked up. Okay, they, they should have done her like that. And it's like, all right, but you guys were saying that you know she needs to come back strong and come back with a with a more focus, blah blah blah, and. Now they they might I mean she was on main event she's probably going to be on main event this week we'll see mm-hmm. what you know what's the what the difference is but it, I just think well, it's real I interesting I, I don't know how to watch main event but uh, it's on Hulu <laughs> it's on Hulu oh okay yeah. all right well the elimination chamber I mean you could say one thing about that that is a stamp of a Paul Heyman era thing and I don't think you'll see anything like that again of someone coming in and eliminating all five people in the chamber and in very I guess now you look Dominant. back at it, it's like, yeah, very non-competitive kind of match, although it's supposed to be about 25 minutes. Um, I think I don't think that did anyone any favors, including Oscar. I, I think Oscar, I think in that match, had the most fight out of all of them. But it, mm-hmm. it irreparably damaged, like, what they were trying to do with Liv, 
what they were trying to do with no. everybody in that match. Like, I, but I, I think that. it's because they don't, they don't, they're not planning long term like for a bunch of them. Yeah, including Oscar. I think even at that point, they weren't even planning long term for them. They just happened to be. It was like, oh, Raw girls, we got to put them all together. But I don't even think they were planning long term for any of them. The only Damn. one who had a long term plan was Shayna, was Shayna Baszler. Yeah, think of think uh, of from from February to July for Oscar. How wild that ride must yeah. have been. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's 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 flying. Yeah. Um, but the other people noticeably missing from the show, I think we noticed it. Austin Theory. It's just notable because it's like you just were included in a stable and now you are no longer there. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was mad weird, but I was like, yo, what happened to him? He got the Rona. Then somebody said that he was out here. Uh, being nasty, being a nasty nigga. Oh, oh, that'll do it. Um, <laughs> who else? Uh, who I think I, Otis. I've noticed Otis. Otis yeah. is not on the show. Money in the bank holder. Now, it do, you think, do you think? Do you really? They could be holding him off. Do you really think Otis is wearing a mask outside? I don't think. It, Hell to the no! I think of Otis. Oh, um, Otis. Norm, Norm Mandy have been on the show. Uh, well, well, actually, Mandy was on like two weeks ago. So, um, but, uh, incubation, incubation. Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. So, who knows? I mean, they haven't been on the show. Apollo's on the great cool downtime. Apollo's on the show. Ooh, wait, yeah, that's Apollo. weird. And again, I mean, I guess we'll get to this on Raw, but super weird <laughs> that Apollo's not there to at least touch the new belt. But we'll get to that. <laughs> Um, I'm 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 going through a bunch of news art, news articles, bit of news pieces. You want to do some just real quick takes? We'll do the shows. We'll do the hot takes. We'll uh, discuss a lot of things. Um, one, uh, Sarah Logan, pregnant. Congratulations to her and um, and Eric from uh, the Viking Raiders. Amazing! They put the video up. It was very heartwarming and Vikingy. <laughs> so I'm happy for them, especially considering everything that's been happening over the last number of months. This is just kind of great. This is amazing. Um have you seen this? Have you seen this headline? Arn Anderson says John Cena didn't want to sign AJ Styles and other TNA stars. Who said that? Arn oh. Anderson during the Arn podcast, which I didn't know was a thing that existed. First off, they got to stop giving these old white people podcasts. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's see. So he says in this, he says in this, uh, shout out to WrestlingInc.com who transcribed it because I would not have listened to this myself. Um, he says, no, I wasn't surprised they signed AJ. I was pleasantly surprised and I pushed for AJ. It was at a point when TNA was doing well. I would be, I would watch there sitting with Cena one afternoon and I said it would really beef up the company if we went out and stole Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, the cowboy James Storm. If you bought those three guys in, it would give you a whole new plethora of opponents. It would give you guys a lot of new opponents. John looked at me and says, We got NXT, we make our own stars. <laughs> <laughs> It's not hard. It's it's not hard to believe you said that. <laughs> he says, "I'm after that." He says, "I'm sure he was transferring Vince's psychology to me when he said that, but I knew at that time what those guys could do in a match for John. If you gave him six to nine months to come in and get over, these guys had experience. They were ready. You could bring them in day one, and you have a player. They were all on my radar for a while before they ever made it. So you know, Arn yeah. Anderson." It might not be. It might not be cap. I mean, sure, it's not cap. I don't see what it does. 
I don't see what this type of, what this does. Like, is it to like knock John down a peg? Obviously, yeah, he was wrong. He may. I mean, this is company man, company man. Yeah, that's me. Like, I, I'm not shocked that he said that. And, and I think, that, yo, he he's actually like, he's actually like thinking that they don't need these guys, and that's because that's where they were at the time. Like, I think WWE absolutely was looking at Impact as competition at the time, and they were he yeah. wasn't trying to hear any of it. Now, did his did his uh, opinion change once AJ got there? Absolutely. You don't have the matches that John had with AJ if he didn't respect them. So I, I mean, again, it's it's, it's moot. It's a moot point. It's almost like Arn's like I was there first. It's like yes, yeah, a thousand sure. million yeah. other people were there first too. Like we know, we I'm all sure knew. If you ask John this, he's gonna be like, I don't remember saying that, but <laughs> I say a lot of things. Um, but I'm glad we're right, and I'm glad that these guys are here and they're doing the damn thing. I'm sure that's exactly what he would say. I don't know. Um, don't give Arn a podcast. Uh, let's see. There's been a lot about uh, Kyrie Sane in the news. Kyrie yeah. Sane wants to leave WWE or reportedly had her mind up to not renew her contract, which is coming up in a month or so. And WWE is kind of looking to reel her back in to not get her to leave the WWE, quite frankly. Right. Um, what are uh, your thoughts on that? I did check out the uh, the – uh, fightful report on this. Uh, it wasn't super committal on a lot of stuff that was going on. I, I believe that they, mm-hmm. they had mentioned a, a couple interesting things that we didn't know about at the time. One of them being, and shout out to Sean Sapp for this, uh, pay that five, pay that 10, whatever, support his Patreon. But um, one thing we didn't know is that they were uh, attempting to have her move back to Japan and become the WWE ambassador in Japan. So also sparking up the rumors that NXT Japan was going to be a thing. And she was probably mm. going to be a cornerstone of that. And that's what I thought of when I, I read that. But also that, you know, there was it's been quiet on that front uh, as, in, as far as her contract status and, and how she felt about it. So being there, uh, I believe that TalkSport, Alex from TalkSport, put up a report earlier today saying that uh, WWE was attempting to uh, put an offer out on the table for Kyrie in, in the near future. Uh, and it was expected to be big. And, I mean, if you look at, if you look at Raw this week even, like, they're even treating her a little bit different. You know, it was a big deal for her to come back, even, yeah. you know, you know, and I always say this, but it's like, you know, it's not a coincidence that when these reports come out, the person that is being reported on, they either get strapped up or they get a push. And I think that's about to happen for Kyrie. And is she going to leave? I don't know who, who, who really knows, but I think that WWE you know, trying to lock people down for five years. If it's five years, she can be like, I don't know if I can do five years of this thing. I well, really if it's five know. years, if it's five years, and you can you can go home when you're able to go home, because <laughs> she probably right. can't even go home right now, and you can be the ambassador. Absolutely, she'll take that because I think that like Kyrie has a lot of mileage on her, bro. Like from stardom all the way to here, like a lot of concussions, a lot of injuries, and she's still having concussion problems to this day. And mm-hmm. I think you know that's taking a toll on her. She's not like super. You know, she's she's a very small person, and I can tell that like that probably takes a lot out of her. And, and like her, that last concussion was probably just like, "Yo, I'm done," <laughs> you know. But um, if they can find figure something out for her, I, I think that I think that it would be probably you know be beneficial for them. They definitely need somebody that's getting pushed. I think Kyrie could be really great working with Bianca, working with Shayna again. Which again, like mm-hmm. this is a match that is automatic, <laughs> four stars at right. least between these two. Um, you know, they should definitely try and keep her. No, I agree. I agree as well. Um, that's kind of all I got for the little hit news or 
you know, stuff like that. So I don't know if you want to go in the shows first. You want to go in the hot takes first. I feel like we should do the shows first because these hot takes are. Let's do the shows, man. Let's do the shows. Uh, shows. Did you watch SmackDown? Yeah, I watched SmackDown. Um, Okay, cool. All right. I thought I I did as well. Wow. I I enjoyed it. It got record lows for SmackDown on on Fox, but I enjoyed the show. I can contribute to that record low because I didn't watch SmackDown when it aired. In fact, even though I was available to watch it as it aired, I 100% opted not to. No VMAs on either. Yeah, I was just like commercials, all this other stuff. Do I really want to sit through like the show? Um, it, we've we've fallen a lot from the October third SmackDown on Fox premiere. <laughs> <laughs> it has fallen down quite amount, but you know what? SmackDown is it's promising. It's not a bad show. It's not a bad. Yeah, it's not show a bad show. Me. It's the time slot, I think, to me. But it's not a bad show at all. Um, what are, what are really, and I, I keep seeing this. I even asked like what Riddle was doing in the news, uh, because the suit, like every time he's on TV now and it, it is, you know, going back to the speaking out thing, what are really your thoughts? I, I think that like, we, we gotta, we, we gotta watch the guy's matches, <laughs> you know, we gotta judge them fairly here. I, I think I've seen a lot of other wrestling podcasts and wrestling, uh, journalists, take the same approach to riddle like they're not really like going super heavy into the accusations or, or what have you with him and the other woman and his wife and all this other stuff what do you feel it's about a tough it? point yeah it's a tough point to be able to go into that because i mean he's refuting it so now they're going into this thing and it's now it's going to be analyzed do you really want to be the person who kind of rush to defame someone and then it ends up being not being true you kind of want to wait till everything kind of rolls out and not to say that we don't believe the actual victim itself or accuser itself but at at this point if he's refuting this this hard i was like you know what let's see where all this goes um but they're keeping him on the shows from week to week and yeah it's putting him in a prominent spot they give him a yeah. 30 minute they give him a 30 minute match in the beginning of smackdown um, it's a it's I'm it's 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 weird. I'm not even gonna hold you. It's weird watching all this stuff kind of unfold and him still kind of being pushed in the limelight. But I can honestly say it's standard procedure for WWE, who at the worst time with Saudi relations with the United States still did their main show. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> while we didn't watch it, they still one hundred percent did their show because they put business kind of over everything else. Yeah. So they see, <clears throat> they see a lot. They yeah, see a lot of him. They see a lot of him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they do. I, didn't, I did not see a lot in his promo that he cut on Friday. I hated it. I thought it was some of the goofiest shit I've ever heard in my life. I was, I was like, please let this be over. Um, I don't think we need an explanation on the feet thing. I think we yeah. should just let it be what it is. Yeah. No one questioned it until that point. Leave it alone. Legitimately, no one. No <laughs> one. I'm pretty sure Bruce was in the room. Was like everyone's gonna wonder why he's not wearing shoes and everyone else is wearing shoes. And I was like, well, let's write this thing in to make it explain. And I was like, bro, I did not need your goofy ass story to explain why you're not wearing shoes. Yeah. And why you had frostbite and now you just don't feel your feet at all. I was like, that that is weird. Like, if I'm not a wrestling fan, I'm just like. They were, they're cutting I'm it not, off. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sold on the feet because of that. I'm just like, bro, that's weird. Just don't mention him again. I, 
no one bothered that you wrestled with no shoes on. Everyone thought it was kind of cool and original, actually. Now, yeah. I, hope they never, I hope they never bring that up again. But, I mean, to, to you know, to turn all that around, he had a really great match with John Morrison, who, uh, again, we forget that he can be kind of like a big match guy. Uh, I watched him on uh, Lucha Underground on Spot Callers uh, a week ago, and I was like, damn, he really actually is good as a singles as well. And Riddle's a perfect guy to face, especially <clears throat> to show off the types of styles that Riddle has. I thought that match was really good in, in kind of proving that. And again, like it, it's not hard to see why they see so much in Matt Riddle. He was able to do that promo without slipping up, that stupid promo without slipping up at all. Mm-hmm. And then in the same in the same breath, you know, go against Morrison and then you know pull all of it off. One thing I did have a problem with on the match is that he wasn't able to use his finish, which I thought was weird. But other than that, it was really good. It was really good. I was genuinely surprised by John Morrison's offense and everything John Morrison related in this match. I was like, whoa, he's he's really going here. Like, I forgot. I mean, I guess he is, you know, Lucha Underground, Impact Champion, all these other stuff. Like, he really went out and improved. <laughs> this, is the, this, this is where he excels. I, I think, I think again, as much as people see a lot in Riddle, I think a lot of people want to work with Riddle. I mean, you've even seen Edge say, you know, this week, today, in fact, that, you know, I can't wait. When I'm done with the injury, when I'm back, I want to work with Riddle. He said that on Cheap Heat. Shout out to Stack Eye Greg, who yeah. uh, interviewed him last week. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, but, yeah, Matt Riddle, John Morrison, banger. Um, Do you like what they're – I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, finish. Do you like what they're doing with giving – setting up Riddle with two storylines? I think we had a report that he was only going to have one storyline, but they're keeping the Styles match fresh which I think is really interesting and a really good peek into what they're trying to do with him. He's, the, his, his booking is reminding me of like, like Pete Angle booking yeah. right now. Listen, keep him fluid. Keep him fluid. He got enemies. Enemies. <laughs> uh, got a lot of enemies. Like he's got, Keep him fluid with all that other stuff like that. Damn, I feel like I sound like fucking Moro now. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Nah, yep. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> glizzies. Uh, but... <laughs> No, but nah, keep him fluid. He's got a, a lot of people kind of like around him and, and he's put in these like kind of major programs. It's obviously one might lead into the other or one might think, but I like it. It's something that they don't normally do. I wouldn't say do it too many times because then it could be confusing if then all the roster are feuding with two people. But with Matt Riddle, I mean, I think this just kind of leans more into his exposure, you know? Yeah. And uh, right after that, you go right into And I love the way that they uh, put these storylines together. You had AJ attacking Riddle to start the match with uh, Drew Gulak, which was a banger as well. Get money. Gulak is really in the building, Mills. I can't believe this. It was good. It was good. Uh, get, get the bad Gulak. Poor, uh, poor AJ wrestling with his shirt on. He was like, damn. This yo! It's cold is, late, baby. Dude, yo, is he, is he, really, is he really rocking the... Uh, is he really rocking the, the shirt because he got the he got the boobs going? He, he might, bro. He might. It's COVID thing. They aren't able to work out crazy. I mean, I'm not sure how much he He don't he wanna just like yeah, he don't wanna show off the thing, man. Like yeah, he I, don't I, wanna I, I understand it. He don't wanna get bullied by their locker room again. <laughs> <laughs> he was pinching his nipples and all this other stuff like that. <laughs> whoa, nipple, um, whoa. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, that is so funny. Uh, I, I thought a match was a banger. Of course, Drew Gulak does not uh, capture the Intercontinental Championship. Uh but one thing I did like about the match was Daniel Bryan via Zoom. They could do this a lot and they need to. <laughs> 
was this clear that this was like a pre-recorded thing or it, it was the, the way they the way that if you weren't if you weren't initiated and you were like kind of like not suspending your disbelief uh, <laughs> right it, it is absolutely proof that they i mean they tried as best as they could to weave it in uh, Danny, but, what do you got to say about the match? Well, Drew Gulak is just a submission wrestler with a lot of submissions. He sounded and, like uh, 2K. He sounded like he was on 2K. <laughs> 100%. Just the most general stuff. He was just like, yeah, well, you know, Drew Gulak, you got to keep him grounded. But you know, <laughs> you you know, what, banged, you know what banged about that is that it was, it was sunny where he was. And technically, if he were to be watching SmackDown at that time on the West Coast where he lives at, it would be sunny. But, uh, but it didn't it didn't mean much that there was no glare, no visible glare at all. <laughs> or, that was, or like that was a big thing. Actually, that was a big thing for that cheap eat edge interview. So Edge supposedly, I mean, he's explaining this match, right? So he's explaining the last man standing match. And he says a lot of things they wanted to do, like go outside. They actually wanted to have a lot of the match on the roof of the PC. Right. But they couldn't do it because it was light outside and it was supposed to be dark by the time they did. Yep. So apparently because of that, they had to wing the entire match <laughs> inside. And I was like, you know what, Edge? I believe you. Sure. <laughs> I believe that anything is- you say. That is, I have, I have to listen to that interview. Shout out to uh, to Stat Guy Greg. We got to have him back on the show real soon. Yeah. Um. What else happened on SmackDown? Uh, we, we got more. Shinsuke hype. and Kofi. Banger. Shinsuke and Kofi. Banger. Cool. Very good match, man. This is what I wanted to see when Kofi had the title, but you was getting mad at me for saying no. it was weak. Kofi versus Shinsuke. That's what I wanted I said to that? see. Yeah, you said I no. I, I said I wanted to see. <laughs> I I'm said an Anderson moment. <laughs> all right, yeah, you capping like like arm all them all them spine busters. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. Um, roll the bring the tape. Stop my time. Um, but no, it was a good match. They're doing really good with the Shinsuke and and Cesaro versus the New Day program. It's something that I didn't think that I would need, but they're providing for it. I mean, as, as Forgotten Sons, fully forgotten, and now we're kind of getting this match. So. If that's me, I'm looking at Riker like I'll knock your ass out. Uh, yeah. What else happened on SmackDown? I think nothing. Nothing important. Nothing really important to be honest with you. Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. They did the toast thing. More Bailey and Alexa Bliss, and more the Nikki Cross. So Nikki Cross is challenging for the women's championship at Extreme Rules. So they're doing something with that program. Um, Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman had a video package because we hope. One of them doesn't have COVID. Goofy, <laughs> um, goofiest, uh, goofiest shit ever. Well, I, I would imagine if Bray's been doing all those pre-tapes because he is a new father. So it does make yes. sense why he's not on the show. Listen, Jojo, I understand. Um, with that said, we should probably move on to Raw. Yeah, let's 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 get through Raw so we can get to these hot takes. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a cool show. Um, Great opening. Really, really good opening. <laughs> okay, Mills. <clears throat> sorry. Let me. I, I think you're so green because with all of that stuff going on with, with Heath Slater, who returned for one night only, I guess this episode, <laughs> you said that was nice. You said in the chat that was nice, but he could stay fired. Why did you say okay, that? Okay. So, first of all, <laughs> yes, I say this because I don't want to see Heath Slater in WWE again. Not in this iteration of Heath Slater. Not the 
Heath Slater, he has the stink of the WWE on it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you kind of need a new smell. You need a new scent. We need a new Heath Slater. We need him to be motivated. We need him on his grind, his hustle, his all his other things. Yes, I know he cuts a great promo. Yes, he's probably halfway decent in the ring. I think I need a break from him. I need him to reestablish himself. I need him to stay fired from the WWE, but not like unemployed. You know what I mean? Like, obviously he came... To pick up his last check, um, as we've all done before. <laughs> and get his said, stuff out of his locker. <laughs> Heath, <laughs> Heath, wait a minute. <laughs> we got something for you. And he was like, you know what? I'm technically still under <laughs> my no-compete clause. You guys are still technically paying me. So why not? I mean, why not? A, a great send-off, I would say. A great send-off that normally a lot of WWE superstars don't get when they're just released out of hot air um but he got a great one and i can honestly say this kind of brought a few i won't say anything brought full circle but it opens up another chapter you know what i'm saying yeah yeah uh good, good luck for him and an impact i think he'll be great there <laughs> i think he'll be great oh, but i mean yeah. how, how green was it to have drew beat him in like two seconds <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm still confused as Drew and Dolph match because Drew has been kicking out of shit at one. So I don't know what Dolph Ziggler is going to do. <laughs> He's going to have to kill to him. Keep him down. Uh, well, so, okay. Uh, I, I would guess I, I'm going to leave. I think I think that Sasha Bailey will have an Iron Man match. That is my thought. Mm. I think they will do the Iron Man match. Sasha Bailey or Sasha Bailey? Yes. Sasha Bailey or Sasha Oscar. Sasha Bailey. I'm talking about next month. I think they'll have the Iron, oh, the oh. Iron Woman match. So I think oh, okay. I, I I was thinking, I was thinking of potential um, potential uh, stipulations. Dolph Ziggler did a two out of three falls match with Seth Rollins. We do not need to see it again. Um, mm-hmm. Street fighters are going to go that long. I don't see this as a competitive. Like I see it as a pseudo competitive match, but I see it as a competitive match because Dolph gets screwy with the rules. Like. I feel like they're going to do the thing. They've done this before where they're like, okay, we're having this match and it's going to be under this name. And it's some name that he probably just makes up. And then as they go through the match, he's making up the rules as they go to make it harder for Drew. But Drew eventually wins anyway. Tunnel in the pool. Ladder match. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, there's no count outs, actually. There's no count outs. No disqualifications. I can beat him up with a chair all I want. Um, no rope breaks, all this you other know, stuff. So he's you named. know what would be cool if he had one hand tied behind his back. That would be a cool match. Or you one get his ass kicked by one hand, <laughs> one foot, I mean, one, yes. one one foot wrapped up, Listen, <laughs> so he can't claymore. If if Dolph is smart, a match where he bans the claymore. That's all you need. Ooh. The claymore has been the one decisive thing that has won all his matches. You ban the claymore. What does Drew have? The future shock DDT, like, ugh. Um, Yikes. So, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we had, what else happened on Raw? Uh, lots, Viking, of, uh, lots of tag matches. Yeah, lots. <laughs> let me, let me okay. say this one. Let me say this right now about the Extreme Rules name. I don't hate the horror show. No, I, hate I, the, hate I, I hate the way that they branded it. And it's so, <laughs> it's so long-winded. The horror show at Extreme Rules is very hard for everyone to say. I thought Ray Mysterio actually pulled it off great because Dolph Ziggler completely whiffed it every single time. But I, I hate the way they branded it. I think 
first of all, they're now they're doing all these kind of like horror stuff. So you have Seth and Ray who established their, you know, the stipulation for their match is going to be an eye for an eye match where one of them has to gouge out the other person's eye to win the match. Fire. Is that going to be cinematic? Do you think it's going to be cinematic or is it going to be? Um, no, it might be ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Just Google, like some googly shit. Um, just hanging out someone's eye. I mean, it might be. I they can do some pre-tapes. Edge wrestled with a GoPro on, so <laughs> no, no, one thing I want he did during the during the last man standing. Yeah, he says it during the interview. He wrestled with a GoPro on. No, not the last man standing, the greatest, greatest match, match ever. ever. He wrestled oh. with the GoPro on. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. He did the entire match and then they did some stuff afterwards and he wrestled with the GoPro on. Oh, that's hard. Um I want to say right now, I think this might be raised right off. Hmm. He's not working. He's currently, it's been reported, he's not working with a contract. Uh, and I don't think that... me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense now because of why he wasn't on the shows often, why he wasn't physically there often. So they pay per, per appearance. They probably just had him send in, you know, promos and shit like that. And he probably did it for the for the love. Then he came in this week to do it. A very, <laughs> very on... Um, God, what's your fucking name now? Starts with a T. Ah, Impact Champion. Oh, Tessa. Very untessa like. Yeah, very untessa like. And I'm guessing they paid him when he came in this week, and they're going to pay him to tape the tape the Extreme Rules match this weekend. I'm guessing uh, when they tape yep. those matches. But uh, I think this might be his write off. If you take one man's eye, you take the other one. He's gone, and then have Ray show up in a couple of years for the Hall of Fame. He's with blind, both, right? Eye. No, he's going to have both eyes. Yeah, they, <laughs> no. yeah, they. Professor X fixed him. <laughs> Both guys gone. The <laughs> blind uh, luchador. I'm with it. New rebranding. Um, it could be his write-off. You take out someone's eye. I don't see how they come back. Yeah, because I think, I, I mean, I would logically think that you'd have to do Alistair Seth next. Logically, yeah. but I just I don't, don't know. know. You, anymore. I don't you know. You got Alistair getting beat up backstage. I'm just like, what, this man can't be beaten by anyone, but they beat him up backstage. Buddy Murphy, long-term villain, <laughs> like beat him up gosh. backstage. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was a, it was a good tag match though. Seth and Seth and um, Buddy versus KO Ray. I was like, oh, this is this is nice. This is nice. Um, they also had another tag match with Ricochet and Cedric. Shout out to them getting time on the show. Uh, I, I sense I sense I sense something about to happen. Do mm, you think so? Or yeah. are we just getting played? Because I kind of feel like we getting played. I no, I feel like I sense something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Who knows? Because remember, MVP has been going around to anybody. He's been going on to our truth. He's been going on um everyone black. Who was those? Nah, even those white dudes. Remember those white dudes that were on Raw? Oh um, yeah, Vink and, uh, Vink and, uh, what's and Thorn. Bink and, and Thorn. Yeah, like even those dudes. Um, so he's trying his luck with everybody. So who knows? I can't see. Unless they're actually putting the stable together, I can't see one of them turning. But if anyone has to turn, it's 100% going to be Cedric. Uh, they got to do so, something with that boy. We'll see. This I boy, mean, you got to remember, this boy Cedric was on was on Twitter airing out his grievances. Now he's back at work. Listen, <laughs> pay him. Pay him his time. You know, respect his time. 
Uh, we also got that other six man tag with Big Show and the Viking Raiders versus Randy Orton and, and Andrade. Randy, and listen, Randy didn't have to do what he did to Angel, bro. <laughs> he scooped him up. I, I, I wouldn't let. I wouldn't let no man. I wouldn't let no man talk to me like that on TV. Not in front of Charlie. Like you out here. He said, "Listen, um, I'll take you off this earth." I are you noticing the seeds being planted? They're they're Ray, Rick, and uh, Andrade is probably going to become a thing. Hmm. They're planting seeds. I, 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 they're planting seeds. I, like you look at how Rick looks at Andrade. I think Rick wants to work with Andrade, and I think he's probably requested to do so. Huh. I feel like he really loves that man. I mean, by all means, I'm here for it. Why not? Make it happen. Give him some damn um, wins, God. What else did we have on Raw? Oh, new United States Championship. How do you feel about it? It's new. First it bangs. time in seventeen years. It bangs. I bang Actually, with more it. More than no, I want to say fifteen years. Maybe it's fifteen. It was like two thousand three, right? Yeah, but then they had um Cena's Spinner title. I'm counting that. I'm oh, counting okay, that uh that luscious piece of uh machinery. About um, fifteen. About fifteen. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. Better like than it. some a certain red title that uh <laughs> I don't I don't watch that show. So I'm gonna let y'all I'm gonna let y'all I'm gonna let y'all come up with how y'all feel about that. I don't watch it. Well, you're gonna have to you gonna have to comment on it because we got some hot takes. Um <laughs> but let's see. Um what else happened on the show? Ruby Riots <laughs> extensions <laughs> just bailed on her. Unfortunately, Lucas oh, was gone. I was like, all right, she really did drag her. She dragged her for real. Yeah, they listen. She out here. She lost so much. She just falling apart. That's crazy. Um, I'm done with the. I'm done with the losing streak angle stuff. Me too. If me the too. only thing, if the only thing the losing streak is gonna do is team me up with Liv Morgan again, then miss me with that. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want yeah, it. You're right. She should have right. been able to. She should have been able to win without her. I don't want it. I agree. Um, and then, of course, the big main event. I mean, this was an angle that went throughout the show, and these women are kind of really delivering it, was the whole Asuka, Bailey, Sasha Banks ordeal, which has now introduced Kyrie Sane into the mix. Yes, sir. Kyrie Sane, a competitive match with Sasha Banks. Yes, didn't see it coming, but much, enjoyed it. Much bigger than the job she's had going for her, and she also didn't get pinned. So something's happening there, like I said earlier in the show. Uh, next, they, Asuka did challenge uh the the golden role models to a tag team title match next week so we'll be saying that it will main event the show from what i'm hearing so uh i expect some i expect a big angle at the end of raw next week yeah i expect as well it's it looks good first of all the match between oscar and bailey another great one it's their best one yeah they had all the theatrics they had Nikki Cross, who was my favorite part of that match, maybe just being on commentary, like, no, 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 I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna do anything. <laughs> and then she jumps in and then they carry her off anyway. You know what I hate? You know what I hate when security try doing their job. Like, relax. Like, <laughs> relax, okay? Like, you're working too hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, chill. Obviously, I ain't, I ain't I never here. seen somebody I, I love my job ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you you're doing your job like that cardigan i mean like the polo shirt like come on relax relax um but i thought it was just great all the theatrics involved everything kind of leaning up to the finish it, you, like you said their best one their best yeah. one even without it's kind of like 
you look at the stark difference of their first match, right? Like their lauded first match, I think it was NXT TakeOver Dallas. Yes. And the style they did and kind of where they're at. And now you look at it, it's got to be like maybe five years. Maybe, no, it's longer than that. It's like four years later. Now you look at it four years later and kind of see the match they're having and how they progress just as talent and women and just individuals kind of just in general. Characters. To see where they're, yeah, and to see where they're at and see where they are now, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. I think the the first two matches, it was Asuka still in that dominant phase where as much as we love Asuka, like she had no character then. Now seeing Oscar have to fight from from you know under, and then you have Bailey who's super cocky, like you know, completely different character. It, it definitely like works, uh, and and it, and it worked for me. Clicked for me. I thought it was the strongest uh, strongest Raw main event in uh, months. <laughs> really, like it, it was really really good. They're killing it. They're on the upper level. Those four, like those four women, every week. If we get that every week, new SmackDown six, baby. Like, come on, killing like. it. Let's be clear. They gave them those tag titles so they could work with everyone, and they're working with everyone. And listen, like this is completely to me. Even like three months or three weeks, supposed like I've been a month since they won it. Like this has really worked out for me and and really made up for their last run in a lot of ways. All right, this is the moment that we've all been waiting for: the return of hot takes on the A Show. Meals, do you have the takes loaded up? Us. I have the takes loaded up. Shout out to everyone who contributed, by the way, uh, on very short notice. Thank you. Um, we've got the hot takes. The hot take hotline is blinging. I'm going to tell you this right now. People are here. People are ready. There's a there's a lot of Bailey and Sasha takes. Most of it is praise, which I, I, I can't consider that hot. But it's it's very, very um, it's it's a very diverse group of hot takes. And most of it's WWE for the most part, so that's a that's an interesting change. They, of pace. they know the movement, the movement, the move with. Um, <laughs> let's see. All right, so let's uh, let's start off. We got actually quite a bit. I want to run through a number of them. We won't get through everything, obviously, but I want to run through a number of them, and we can just kind of like you know, take them off. All right. Um, Wrath Trollins starts it off for us. He has a wrestling hot take, and his hot take is. That Murphy should have been Mr. Money in the Bank. What do you feel about <laughs> Murphy being? Do you feel like there's a future for him bigger than, that could possibly lead to him contending for a WWE Championship in the future? <laughs> Not right now, no. Uh, I, I think that the. I mean, say what you will about who actually won the thing. I know Mills, you have a lot to say about it, but I, I don't see I, an ending less now. I I don't see a I don't see a um I don't see an end game for him in that unless you were gonna give Seth the title again and or if he was gonna win the title in a uh in a in a Randy Orton way that would have them uh you know turn on each other or something like that and Seth get the title again. I I just don't think that Seth's gonna get the title again anytime soon or or was at that time. Yeah, I think with just Murphy itself, I think he's Always, he's probably going to end up being a very like utilized guy in terms of getting people over, getting matches, and that's possibly because his personality doesn't really pop off the screen. Um, there doesn't seem to be the it factor that they have with other, and that's no slight to him. It's just that it's I'm just sure he loves that. It. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's just chilling. Yeah, but there's nothing that really pops off the screen. But he has these amazing matches. But you know, I can't see him as Mr. Money in the Bank. I'm gonna say that's a very, very hot take. Um, Super hot. Let's go. We start. Let's we go starting to, off hot. 
let's go to the next one is Johnny Failure. Johnny Failure. Wow. You might like this. Um, New Japan is hot ass. They be booking <laughs> shit in the worst way possible. The hype died when Jericho and Kenny's version of Bullet Club stank it up. Not even in the top three Japanese promotions. <laughs> wow. Damn. Damn, wow. son, where'd you find this? Uh, <laughs> I I will say... Is New Japan hot ass? Is it hot ass? Uh, is it hot ass? <clears throat> I think they've been... They've lost their way in the past two mm-hmm. years. I definitely will say that. Uh, I What I can't agree with or say is that I think that it's like the, the worst thing ever. No, it's not the worst thing ever. Is, are, the, are the matchups very samey and boring at the, at sometimes? Yes. And I think they run into that. Um, I don't think you've watched any of the, the no crowd versions of these New Japan shows, have you? No. They no, do not. Hit, they do happening. They do not hit the same at all. And, and I think watching an Okada match with nobody there to cheer is very crazy. So, like, ironically, this weekend, Dominion is happening with the winner of the New Japan Cup. I do think it's going to be Okada, and I do think we're going to get Okada Naito on Sunday. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But I, I, I do think that, like, for as much as the, that version of the Bullet Club was really popular, I also think it also, like, it, it kind of handcuffed New Japan to like certain matchups where they couldn't really right. go further than that. So I'm lo- I would love to see them do stuff with new talent, but with COVID, it's so it's going to be hard for them to do so. So they only have their their homegrown talent, which are either aging like Tanahashi, or or they've been pushed forever like Naito and Okada, or you know they're just completely new and they just don't know what to do with them like a uh, uh, Takahashi. So who who knows? But no, they're not. They're not hot garbage. I, I can't agree with that. Okay, all right, not hot ass. Uh, the next one comes from at hot pink sheets. Ah, the said, homie, the homie, who says everything that happened to Kenny and Omega in AEW is what people were scared of would happen on the main roster. A main event talent made to look completely ordinary and is for now at least stapled to a mid-card tag division. No direction, no mic time, no feuds. The man is a afterthought in his own damn promotion. Whew. Whew. I it's, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to have hindsight 2020 in a lot of situations, especially wrestling because, you know, injuries and booking and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's pretty determined. But yeah. I do I, I do take some solace in knowing that a lot of people were saying that Kenny was going to shoot straight to the top. And then someone did uh, – I, I can't remember what account it was. Somebody did a, a graph of the ratings from NXT to AEW that week, you know, because, you know, they've been – AEW's been uh, trending downward and NXT's been trending upward. And mm-hmm. Kenny Kenny's match was like the lowest rated thing on the show. And yeah. it's, it's, hard, it's hard not to find solace in the fact that they may not have – you know, I'm not being super, I'm not going to be super um, critical of them because it's their first year. You know, they're not, they're not going to have everything, you know, together. But it is telling that they haven't been able to find a groove for Kenny Omega and knowing what to do with him. I do think that if he did come to the E, in much the same way with AJ Styles, where he came in, was just like, I'm, a, I'm the guy that can wrestle really good. He's not, he now has a personality. And I think that's something that they definitely could have given Kenny Omega. So I think, I think it's interesting that they haven't been able to do that with Kenny other than giving him long matches. He's more than long yeah. matches. He's way more than yeah. long matches. I think they need to bring in somebody. You know how WWE has their Bruce Pritchards, just someone who knows characters and know wrestling characters and kind of can bring another level out of Kenny Omega. 
people they got Arn. I think Arn knows everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently, bring another level out of Kenny because he can't. As a as a character, the true dynamic character, the true goats in professional wrestling always evolve throughout time. And I think one of the main issues is he's been kind of the same kind of person for the last number of years, even regressed. If you kind of think about it, when you look at New Japan and his tenure over there and moving over to here and he's kind of, you know, in mid-card attack team, it's kind of regressed. I think they need to find a new, you know, a new thing for him, a new just personality, a new gimmick, a new certain thing. And not, maybe not gimmick because they be wilding out with the gimmicks. So on, on AEW, they be, they be really testing the limits with things. Yeah. Um, but they need to try to find something new and refreshing for Kenny. Like, that's what I think, because I still think he's probably one of the most notable guys on the roster. Um, his non-wrestling hot take or hers or no, his um, his non-wrestling hot takes was if Drake did the tour merch bundle grift that so many artists do now, he'd sell two million copies of his album in week one. Hard um, to hard to deny that. <laughs> hard to deny. It's hard to deny um, that. Next one comes from Caleb. Caleb Caitlin. Hey, the buddy, um, the, bud, the pal. He says, Bailey and Sasha are the only reasons why wrestling is must-see right now, especially on an aggressive medi- aggressively mediocre SmackDown. Um, everything that's good about the product and why people tune in for the whole show are because of the boss and the role models. I cannot disagree. Just can't. I mean, there's a lot of Bailey and Sasha praise in these takes. Like, yeah. And they're warranted because they're amazing right now. And I, I, I tweeted about it, but if you look back a year ago where Sasha Banks was and you look back to where we are now, it's kind of like this is kind of the existence that she's wanted. Like she's kind of wanted this position for a long time. All she's wanted to do was wrestle and have great matches and have fun, you know, wrestling. And now she's being able to do that, which once again, you know, another one of my points, you know, validated just chill. You get everyone gets a turn. Yeah. And it may not be your turn now, but you get the turn eventually. Like everyone gets there eventually. So um that's all I can say. There's so much praise for her in these things, but they, they are doing an amazing job. Um absolutely. I, I think that um there are certain things on the shows that I, I can't say it's just them. I, I'm really like digging NXT a lot lately. Um but I, I think that as far as the main roster shows, like this definitely Definitely must see. Um, definitely at the top of my list every single week. Like, what are they going to be doing? What are they going to be saying this week? And I make sure to, to check it out. They're on another level. They're on the upper level right now. And yeah, it's very rare that we've seen you know women be like un uncuffed like this. And it just sucks that like not sucks, but it's just so crazy that as soon as Charlotte's gone, as soon as Becky's gone, this is where it's like okay, they put the they put the they put the whole division on their back, and, and they definitely have right. Well, yeah, it, it it sucks that they had to go for this to happen. Right, I think they were. But it's un- also understandable why it couldn't happen with Becky there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, his non wrestling hot take is ninety percent of seafood isn't very good. Whoa, whoa, I'm not a seafood person at all. Don't oh bring my seafood to me. god! Don't bring seafood. Well, to so me. what's the ten percent that's good? Like fuck, shrimp. It's good to me. No, I don't eat shrimp. Oh my um, god! Fish like fish, fish, clean shrimp, tilapia. I, I eat salmon. No tilapia. I, I, cl- I clean my shrimp. You t- when I if eat. you if you if you talking fish, fish, don't name tilapia. <laughs> it is not a fish. <laughs> tilapia is some lab shit. Salmon. Um, 
salmon. I'll, I'll eat a salmon. I'll eat salmon. I'll eat a kingfish. I'll eat a couple other things, but most so, of the seafood I will not eat. Yeah. No scallops. I can make some really no. mean scallops for you, bro. Scallops no, are really good. The smell of it is really what kind of takes me out of it. Whatever. New York smells like that, so I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're wrong there, Caleb. You're wrong as hell, and you know you're wrong. Uh, let's see. Um, this one comes from Luis Ruelas. It says, Andrade is top three NXT champion, and Tommaso Ciampa, at least for me, is one of the most overrated performers in that brand, and I <laughs> find MLW more enjoyable than AEW. So he managed to ram in three hot takes in here. He says, Andrade is a top three NXT champion. No. Which, yeah, I, I, I could probably find three and be like, okay, he's probably for number four. No, actually, no. Six, maybe. Yeah, six, maybe. It's probably like six. Come on. Yeah, because he didn't know. Think about who's held that title. He only had it for three months, so. Yeah. Um, Tommaso Ciampa is one of the most overrated performers in that brand. You know what's funny about Ciampa is that, like, all his great matches come with guys that are, like, really great. So, like, it's not – and then it's, like, I I think the one match he was able to carry – the one with Dream, it had a lot of bells and whistles with it because Dream is Dream and Champ yeah. is also super injured. So he, like, if you if you take that into account, there's very few matches that he's had that's actually banged on his own. Um, yeah. Overrated. Well, he doesn't have that much many matches anymore at at, at, at this point anymore. So I don't even think we're gonna get a chance to refute. That. No, no. Um, maybe with maybe if he carries carrying cross to you know a banger, who knows. Yeah, whenever he, whenever, whenever Champa comes back, maybe who knows what what he'll be doing. But um, I overrated. I can't say he's overrated. I think that honestly, people look at the DIY matches, which he should be rated highly for those. But I think he's properly rated in NXT. Honestly, I don't think anyone expects when whenever there's an NXT uh, takeover match with Champa, it is properly rated. I think Johnny yeah. Johnny's the guy on that show, and Cole. And, uh, yeah, those two are the guys that when they have matches, everyone kind of has a uh, expectation. And I don't think anyone else yeah. has an expectation with those two. Right. And also, I don't watch MLW, so I can't say if it's more enjoyable than AEW. But... Uh, I've caught a couple. I, I caught it when the Lucha Bros were still on there. Def- definitely a different presentation from anything else. I haven't caught it in the last couple of weeks. But now that you said that, I will definitely check out uh, if they have an episode this week or if they had any in the past couple of weeks. I'll check it out. So I got to see. I think they're shut down um, because not, of the because they can't tape. Most people would be shut down. Most smart uh, promotions would be shut down at yeah. this point. Yeah. Uh, his non wrestling hot take is the last dance made me feel more confident in my LeBron is the goat take. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really should. I don't think LeBron uh, would put something out. Like that. Uh, let's see. This one comes from a, a a a multiple hot take offender. Black Air Forces. Um, oh, is it negative? Uh, hey, I knew no, I knew Black Air Forces would be back. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Okay. It's not this time. Um, it says Kyrie Sane is one of the most underrated women on the roster and should be in the conversation as one of the best. And guess what? We agree. Yes, we agree. Um, now the uh, the non wrestling hot take. <laughs> you thought you were leaving without uh, <laughs> the negativity. Um, albums being dropped after an artist dies feel like a cash grab unless the album was sorted out, track list and all by the artist. Yes, this is about Pop Smoke because what is Carol G doing on that damn album? I, I got to say that Pop Smoke album is probably my disappointment of the year. 
Um, yeah. I know that you, Mills, you, you, you had the, you had the third eye open there. You were like, this is, I don't think this is going to be good at all. I'm not that excited about it because what's next. And in this album leaves you with like, okay, what's next? Nothing. And this is what we have to end on. Like, this is yeah, what we end on not, with him. It's, it's not good at all. It, it's not good at all. It, it's like, it's predictable by debut album standards for an artist because it's also like, well, we're just going to make all the hits for you. And, you know, you haven't proven that you can actually make a viable hit yet. So we're going to give you all of these artists to ensure you get a hit. Yeah. So it's by first album standards, it's like right in line, but it's just not enjoyable at all. And, and I mean, and plus they 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 whiffed on so much stuff from start to finish with this album that is just like I've never seen a, a major label debut this uh, thrown together in my life. It's, yeah. it's just really bad. No, I agree. Uh, you know, Pop deserved better. He really did. <laughs> he did. Uh, let's see what I got here. Actually, we got we legitimately got takes coming in currently as we're doing this. This is so fire. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. No, this one's kind of like the regular Kenny Omega one. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll say it anyway. Tayshawn to Don, he says, if Kenny Omega was booked in NXT the way he's been booked in EWE or NXT, um, he's been booked in AEW, the internet would swear he was being ruined and that Vince is out of touch, etc. Sometimes you got to trust the process. NXT has created more stars than AEW since the Wednesday Night Wars have started. Now, I know you don't watch AEW. No. Um. AEW is trying their best to create a lot of stars currently. I, I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that. They still look uh, like tiny guys to me. Yeah, I, I would say <laughs> NXTs have more last, longer lasting kind of hit sort of to them. Yeah. Um, Especially their women. Even yeah, even listen, Ray Ripley versus uh, Rob Stone and Leah. Even that, you know, <laughs> it kind of. Adds a direction to Leah and Rob Stone, but also it still kind of defines Rhea Ripley as like the boss chick of who she is. Right. So even most people who were upset was like, why is Rhea doing this? I still think it still served a purpose. It was Absolutely. Like, okay, thank, and and yeah. thank you for saying that because they got to these people got to have something to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they, they can't just. And that was our problem. And a lot of people's problem with NXT is that these people are just taking L's sometimes. And even if they did take an L, they were able to showcase character. One thing about NXT lately, it's a lot. It's a very character-driven show, and it's not just yeah. indie guys do things anymore. And and I'm glad you said that. Um, because They're not trying to pop a crowd anymore, which is uh, it's just something that's easy to do when you have full cell there who goes up for anything <laughs> with three super kicks, right? Um, so they have to utilize a lot more character-driven things to get it across on TV, and they're doing a great job, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 I definitely dig it. I think even if I didn't care about Aaliyah before, I think Rob Stone next to her doing his silly stuff actually makes you care about, you know, whether she wins or loses, you know? And, yeah. and, and I think that, that that's super important. Now, where's Chelsea Green at? Is my question. Uh, just, she dropped him and got dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Tough break. Uh, you know, hope she, uh, she she's not one of the chosen one with uh you know the Rona. But she she disappeared way um, before the Rona. It was like a month and a half ago that she disappeared. After she after um after her and Charlotte won that tag match, she gave up on him, and that was like May, I think. It's July now. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. 
Um, Jonathan McLean, he says Sasha and Bailey shouldn't break up. That's his hot take. They got to. I just, yeah, they got. <laughs> yeah, to. they got. I can't even. They I, I I can't even. They got to at this point. Like this has been going on for almost three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, we've had so many. Point. We've had so many false starts with this yeah. match on the main roster that it literally. I cannot believe it hasn't happened yet. But do you know it has not happened yet? <laughs> like it hasn't happened to this like this magnitude where they have like this big and they need to make it a big deal. I would even I would even shudder to say. They should make it the main event or SummerSlam. I'll put it right there. That's my hot take for the week. They should main it. Sasha and Bailey should main event SummerSlam. Boom. I love it. Um, Jeff Hill says, Bianca Belair needs a heel turn or a new gimmick in the baddest way. The EST character doesn't work given her entire career. Doesn't have the great win in WWE, in my opinion. So spouting about her being the toughest, baddest, strongest, fastest falls on deaf ears because she can't back it up. Big Match Charlotte is the best women's wrestler in WWE history. I'm going to fully disagree with this. That's, like, that's Jeff. You know, that's Red Sox. That's that's, I'm going to fully disagree with this. Bianca Belair hasn't even got started yet. Like, you know, I don't think she needs a heel turn. I think I, <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is that like her character doesn't work right now because she's not the character that always wins and she's only beating like jobbers. And yeah, but the the EST is a mindset. It's not a remember when she said that bullshit? That was terrible. Yeah. Well, no, because she kept saying undefeated, and it was like, girl, you got beat two weeks ago. <laughs> but, but then after she lost, then after she lost to Shayna, it was like, well, that's just a mindset. It was like okay, well. Listen, the EST, the EST is a vibe. It's not a, it's not a. Uh, oh, okay. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean it's just you know. It means we can all be strongest, fastest, toughest, and baddest. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Vibe. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I I I agree with certain parts of it. I think that she does need. I think she does work better as a heel as, than a face. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't say that, like, I don't, I, I can't say that when I see her on that ring that I don't believe she could be the EST, you know? Right. Um, we got a couple more left, but let's, let's breeze through these, um, to make an overly terrible long show, even though I don't think anyone would be against that. Um, Donnie says, Jay White is the next big indie prize and Triple H is waiting on him. Do you believe this to be true, sir? Yeah, I think that he's definitely someone that I could see Triple H trying to sign or sign uh, sign later down the line. I think it's too early to say that, though. I think he's got at least another four or five good years in him. Uh, how old is he now? Because I, w- I would say that, like, I would wait for him to – I think he's going to wait for him to be like – yeah, he's only 27. I, I don't think that that's even a conversation until this guy's at least 33 years old. That's like the prime Triple yeah. H age. It's not even yeah, a conversation too- right now. I think he can continue to establish himself to the point where if he shows up, they don't change his name. Right. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> if he shows up now, he has really no leverage. It's kind of like, uh, you know, people don't know you. Like, I mean, they can say they know him. But like, yeah, people don't really know you like that. Like you don't really have the cachet per se. But, you know, I, I do think uh, another couple of years would do him some good so but i yeah. do think jay white is a, a big indie prize in terms of how dilapidated the indie scene is kind of right now um and what it'll be like when it's when this is all over with we don't even know oh yeah you know but like yeah. we, we have no clue and i think that saying that he's going to sign away the biggest 
uh, non-Japanese act in New Japan right now is, is him and him and Osprey. Those are the two. I think that's that's mm-hmm. a big thing. That's a big prediction. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think New Japan will throw him the bag to stay. And you got to think, like, he's not from, like, America. He's from New Zealand. So, like, he's not, like, you know, like, him moving to the United States, that's probably never even been a thought in his mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's used to living over there. So, who knows? He's going to learn today. Um, <laughs> that back. Um, his non-wrestling hot take is so much fun is better than Wana in my turn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I don't even know if it's a hot take. No, um, that's a real take. <laughs> real takes. Uh, next one is from Bingo Long. He says, find it crazy that the elite love to pop shots when two of them quit Twitter when people criticize them and another stays on but is repeatedly gotten to online. So, Woo. you know, elite out here, they're all laughing. It's like, oh, they spoil their show. That was corny. Yeah. That was corny because they're sure that I, league too. I think though, so. yeah, I think so. I think it was corny, and <laughs> I mean, I'm going to watch the show. So <laughs> exactly, like you, you, you spoiled it. You spoiled the or, or you joked the spoiler, but like, I, I don't, I don't think there's a man alive in the world that is not looking forward to Keith Lee versus well, Adam Cole. Yeah. Um, all for, you know, all on the line. Um, non-wrestling hot take, everything is polarized in the USA, so let's all agree that West Side Gun is trash. Wow. wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Um, wow. <laughs> Let me just say, uh, let, not a fan, but hey, you got it, brother. You got it, bro. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh... Chris Novak drops in. He says, if the Lumion point, this billion science feud has the potential to be the rest, best wrestling feud in at least the last five years. Let's only hope so, because we've been building up to this thing for at least five years. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, if it doesn't end up, there's a lot of high expectations, which may be the thing that actually kind of cuts off the legs for a lot of this thing. If people don't feel like it's being held to the standard or they don't see it in the vision that they feel like it should be, it could be criticized a lot. So, you know, what, what there's a lot of, of the, pressure on this feud. What are some of the top feuds of the past five years? So you, you say Gargano Champa, Gargano uh, Champa, Okada, Okada Omega, um, uh, I guess Okada Tanahashi, um, Charlotte, Charlotte Becky, Charlotte Becky. Uh, okay. Keep, keeping it straight, the women, it would probably be Charlotte Becky, Charlotte Oscar. Um, and Becky Ronda. So automatically, I think it's up there with Charlotte or with, with Becky. Charlotte Ronda. and Becky was huge. Charlotte and Becky was huge. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best feud to me. Yeah, the, the it's the five. one that changed everything. Yeah, it has big imprint and big stakes to it. Um, they got a lot to live up to. I'll say that much. That that is a hot take. I, they got a lot to live up to. I don't know if I'll go there yet. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Next one comes from Pat underscore all day he says knowing in wrestling has it more than angel garza yeah he need to um he need to stop saying corona not real and going outside and the beat going to the beach but is he doing uh, that yeah he is wow okay yeah he needs to stop doing those things and i think he got it but uh the new new eddie uh let's pump the brakes on that let's let him be angel garza first uh, I, I think he's still got to get over the Andrade hurdle. I I, I, I still think Andrade's got it for me. But um, 
Angel definitely there. I, I, I mean, WWE's building up a really tough roster of uh, Latin American stars. Like, have you been checking out uh, Santos? Yes. Wait. Wait, what? Hold on. I'm, <laughs> my brain farted. What am I checking out? Santos Escobar on NXT. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I thought, um, what, what was I thinking Phantasma? He's not that. Well, the, 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 the group is called Legado de uh, El Phantasma now. So probably there that. we go. That's why yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, huh? Okay. Um, how do you? How do you? Yes. I I didn't know he could cut a promo like that. This guy is well, the listen, best talker of, of all of them. I said this on Twitter: the Mexicans in WWE, they're either luchadors or like Republicans. <laughs> like <laughs> they're like they're they're either super rich or he's neither though. Fighting from a, it, I mean, the appearance, the suits, the all this other that stuff. That doesn't like mean that. he's Republican. That doesn't mean Republican. Uh, yeah, a little. I think you're typecasting him. He's more like a cult leader, really. <laughs> like having the guys dress up in masks and kidnap people. Like he's more like like cult. He's, Republicans. Okay, let me not say they don't do that, but that's not the Republican wrestle wrestle character. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the Republican wrestle wrestling character. Like I can't say he's. Um, a Republican. um, you're right. I mean, but everything you're saying, you're right, and uh, I do believe Angel Garza has it. Uh, we're wondering if WWE capitalizes on it. They seem to have a lot. They seem to have a lot of uh, a lot of faith behind Santos Escobar, and I do too. I think he's like the turn. It sucks that that turn didn't happen on with the crowd, because that right. turn to me was one of the illest, uh, one of the illest hill turns that I've had. That they, and the illest turn in NXT, one of them to me. I thought it was really, it was really handled well. Um, and his non-wrestling hot take is baby boomers should have to pay higher tax rates in order to pay for decades of borrowing in excess that they have been hoping pay, gets paid by millennials. I'm for yes. it. Even though they probably, they probably just like, no, fuck you guys. But you know what? Fuck you guys back. Um, <laughs> let's see if I have one more. Let's get one I'm more. Try pull out one more. One more. Um... Is there a good one? Let's see. You want a W hate or uh no, it's a lot of AW hate. They understand this. Um I'm trying to find one that wasn't the same thing that kind of we talked about. Because everyone, I mean, it's various things. Um, this one comes from Ruby Riot's Weave. Oh my says, gosh! <laughs> <laughs> it's wild seeing the lead boys pop shots at WWE. Like two of them didn't quit Twitter. Like someone legitimately, this is the second time it's coming up because someone couldn't handle the criticism. And another one is the fat Elvis in the jumpsuit phase of his career. Oh wow. my god! Oh my god! Is um, he talking about Kenny? <laughs> y'all, yeah, well, y'all being too green on Kenny, bro. Let me just let me just say, Kenny is, oh, Kenny's still one of my favorite wrestlers. Out, right? I know he corny, oh my god, but he's still one of my favorite. Elvis in a jumpsuit. Can we name the the episode that? Yes. Um, Hangman and Cody carrying those other three bums. Ooh, Cody, I was with you, Cody. I guess Cody. Cody's doing a good job. I mean, Cody's doing the sports entertainment gig. Yep, and that's why he's getting the ratings, and that is why he's getting yeah. the ratings. <laughs> He's doing the sports entertainment thing. Um, and his non-wrestling hot take is neither show should be running, especially with Florida being a Petri dish. Dog, they're telling they're, – they're trying to open Disney this Saturday, and they're trying to tell these kids to go back to school in August. Shut Florida down. Shut Florida down. Just shut it down entirely. The entire state. Done. Ridiculous. Tell WWE to move. 
you know, find another place. Um, but that's all we got for hot takes for now. You know, there was a lot more submitted. We couldn't get to everything, um, but we got to a lot of them. Um, but we'll do this again, obviously. So yeah. Yeah. thank you, everyone. Thanks to everyone, Caleb, uh, Hot Pink Sheets, everybody who uh, contributed to the hot takes this week. Uh, and next week we have our prediction show for the horror show at Extreme Rules. So are you ready for that, Rules? I'm no, you're not. You're not ready. He's not ready. He, he's we not ready. Like, yo, what was the card again? Um, <laughs> Swamp Thing versus uh, Monster. Uh, eye for Eye is, you know, we got a couple things going on. It's the horror show. Ooh, yeah. Should we, sp- should we do some spooky? Ne- no, I'm not going to. No, do we're not going to do that for no. Extreme Rules. I think they, if they were gonna, if they were going to do the horror show, even though I like the branding, they should have just did it. They should have just brought Halloween Havoc back. I mean, what's the? But the thing is, I think they're having NXT bring back all the WCW gimmicks, so we might see that for NXT. Oh, yeah. That'd be oh, cool. Yeah, you're right. So uh, until next time, thank you guys for listening to the A Show. Follow us at RNC Radio Live for all the latest and greatest from from all of our shows on the network. Uh, follow me at OGJohnny5 and Meals at Meals TV. Uh, and until then, thank you guys for listening. Please wear a mask. Please wash your hands. And most importantly, please be safe. It's crazy out there. This is real. The virus is real. So, yeah. See you next week. <laughs>